I gotta be honest with you, I'm like so over fireworks. <laughs> uh, I went to like fireworks for the first time in like a few years, like back on uh, Victoria Day week, long weekend, which is like around your mo- Memorial Day. Um, and uh, yeah, no, like I took my son there for his first fireworks and he's like obsessed with them now. And I was just like, this shit's loud. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah. So why you get the little the little child toddler earmuffs? How old is this kid? I'm just assuming he's a he's an infant. Like how old is like, kid? He's eight. Eh, they make little kid toddler not yeah. Toddler. They make no, little he, kid he loved it. Toddler. I was like, this is too loud for me. I'm like, get this shit. Like, that, when's this gonna be over? <laughs> that's your age. Like you, you you you're an old guy. Once the, when the fireworks are too loud, that's when you become an old man. <laughs> Just like, this is, and that was the other thing. I'm like, this is going on for far too long. Once I've seen one firework, I felt like I've seen them all. I, I, I've seen all the fireworks I need to see. Yeah, exactly. Seen... <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, that one, that one flies up and it spreads out all over in all these different colors. I wonder what the next one will do. Oh, look, it did the same thing. Oh, like, that one, uh, that one's just really obnoxiously loud and doesn't really do much for the visual thing, I guess. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's cool. Uh, Suppose. Yeah. So for full on fireworks. Right? <laughs> no, that one absolutely is full. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool in the fireworks. I hope you're ready because once this train is moving, you can't stop it unless you hit pause or your listening device crashes. You're about to start listening to the Fool Court Press podcast. That's F-O-O-L, Fool. We don't mess up your name, so say ours right. A terrible name, and I'm glad they're dead. Sandoria McConnell. Mussolini or something? Fool's Court Press. Jamarcus Russell Wilson. You are going to hear the hard-hitting, well-researched basketball analysis. Kawhi Leonard has a size 14 shoe, so... Uh, and somebody else I can't remember is from Four Strangers with No Chemistry. I am the host, Lufa, who prides himself on precise NBA opinion. Yeah, it's just Big Shire. It's the land of Luke Canards. Well, you know how, like, the Florida Panthers are, like, in Sunrise, Florida? It's, like, not, like, a real place. I am joined by NBA draft specialist and Tuchel apologist, Baldy. All of Florida's just made up. As well as Sandoria. Yeah, a real dick that guy is. Whose consistent fire takes. So, like, Luca, I think he's a real piece of shit. Luca's the owner of the Suns. I think he'd be a better owner. Will scorch every part of your franchise. Trade <laughs> this motherfucker. Sarver's a real piece of shit. What a stupid name. Well, we got a lake up there. We're the Lakers. Still a better name than the Thunder. Yeah, real dick that guy is. I hate you. Finally, we have our Australian basketball enthusiast, Duke. Brooklyn Nets have three players who were born in Australia. So pay attention. This may be free, but it's important. What does it mean? Jesus fucking Christ, just shoot me. Everything will be fine. And we're back and better than ever. We're the Fool Court Press Podcast, the only podcast made by fools for fools. I apologize for the late podcasting. I know we were done earlier this week, but um, we've been trying to wait for Baldy to get out of Baghdad, which he's still in. Um, and uh, Duke has decided to be a parent again, like a jerk. But I am joined here today with, by uh, Sandy, and we'll possibly see if half will join uh, partway through or halfway through uh, the podcast. Sandy, you want to say hi? The two-man band. No one else is here. Yep. What the hell? The dynamic duo. Yeah. The dynamic. Um, that's that's the right word for it. All right. Yeah. 
So uh, today we're going to be doing nothing but topics de jante, topics de jour, topics of the week, topics de journo. Is there another yeah. name you want to throw in there? Topics uh, de little Caesars. If it's not delivery. All right. Uh, so uh, yeah, because uh, because basically all we have is news. We don't really have a lot of basketball to talk about, but we do have a shit ton of news to talk about. Um, I know last week we everybody enjoyed listening to our highlights, our, our awards, the foolies, um, but it did deprive us of the opportunity to talk draft. Uh, so we have that on the table here. Um, obviously, free agency opened on uh, July uh, June thirtieth at six p.m. So there's been a lot of deals and a lot of action. Uh, there's been a number of trades that have happened over the last two to three weeks. We can give a breakdown of those, um, and uh, we can talk about further rumors and such uh, as uh, as they progress. So, Sa- uh, Sandy, where do you want to start? I think we got to start with the biggest story, the biggest trade, the biggest thing to happen, and that's Max Struess leaving. Yeah. The Struce Goose is flown again. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the the heat culture is, fall, is falling to shambles. Uh, Yurtsevin is out. You know, Gabe Vincent is signed with the dreaded L.A. Lakers. And Max Struce has been signed and traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers for C.D. Osmond, I believe, right? So, is that who it was? This, every few years, the Heat make a run with a bunch of guys who... You know, before signing with them, we're probably like working down at the Home Depot or something. <laughs> Every single time, someone someone gets juked, someone gets fooled. But it's always the Heat that get juked and fooled. No. I mean, like the people that have done, they've done this before, famously in the past, was when uh, the Heat gave like a ridiculous max contract to Josh Richardson, who's back with the Heat, by the way, <laughs> or uh, when they or when they gave like uh, Duncan like four for uh, four for eighty and immediately sent him to the bench. Those are the famous ones where people were, or or when they uh, when they near max Dion Waiters. Uh, then there was the Josh uh, or the the sorry. Uh, Who's the Johnson that they uh, they did with jo- the MMA guy Josh Johnson? Yeah, is it Josh Johnson? Yeah. So, I mean, it's always Miami that drinks their old Kool Aid. This is the first for us like, where we see Miami t- spent the time to draft an unknown player and then let them go. I mean, Whiteside got the bag, didn't he? Yeah, he got the bag from the Heat, and then the I Heat it was had the this. Kings. Set- no, the Heat then traded him to Portland. Mm. Remember, they got we got mm. shooters. We got shooters. <laughs> so, so 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 this is a case of them getting suckered by their own faulty product huh yeah but it seems like they finally learned their lesson did they though well didn't they because they they didn't sign max Drews, they didn't sign gabe vincent they still got dunk well yeah i mean that's uh, this uh, that's the lesson that they're learning oh uh... Where do you think Hero's going to go? Because he's not going to Portland. (laughs) They've said, we're not interested in that guy. (laughs) Well, so just to recap, the Max Struess sign-in trade. Uh, So the Cavs got Max Struess. The Heat got a second-round pick from the the Lakers via the Cavs. And then the Spurs uh, received C.D. Osmond, Lamar Stevens, and a second-round, a 2030 second-round pick via the Cavs. So C.D. Osman has flown the coop. He's no longer a Cav and he's been replaced by Max Struess. First off, like obviously Max Struess is uh, er, er, obviously the 
the Cavs had uh, had a lot of depth issues at the at the the three spot. So they they signed yeah. George and Yang, and then they also did the sign and trade with Max Struess. They haven't really sacrificed any of their core. They brought back Karis Levert. What are your thoughts? Do you think the Cavs are better today than they were uh, when they got bounced in the first round? Uh, I'll tell you one thing I don't get is bringing back Karis LeVert. I personally am up to think the, the thought that Karis LeVert is uh, Karis LeVert's kind of done. <laughs> yeah, I mean he hasn't he hasn't been great, but they did get him back for like sixteen million a year, so it's it, it's a pretty Ooh. decent uh, pre- pretty decent deal, uh, short term deal. How many years? Just the one? Two, uh, two. I think it's two straight, or is it two with a player option? Let me just see here. I would not give him a player. I would have made him sign the team option or you take your talents elsewhere yeah let me just double you check you have to here. prove you can stay healthy yeah so uh, yeah Karis Levert was uh two years no option um okay. and then George and Yang was three years no option so eight a season I guess that's not bad oh no sorry it's 16 a season so it's 32 oh. total okay that's not great that's not ideal that's <laughs> I mean I think he was uh, <laughs> I, I think he was at 20th season prior to the uh contract uh, uh contract renewal so he ended, they ended up saving some money on the cap I guess so he's just he's not a needle mover to me I think he he hasn't been himself now maybe he'll come back because he was great mm-hmm. well he wasn't great he was he was on his way up before he got hurt though I mean, the biggest problem, like, obviously with Cleveland was they had issues with uh, the three, but they also had issues with the bench as well, right? Like, once they went to the bench, there was a lot of problems. Obviously, Ricky Rubio came back late in the season, and when he came back, he wasn't himself. Hopefully, that's a little bit different with a full off season, but you never know. that He's also pretty uh, pretty old. Um, but Karis Levert being the sixth, uh, sixth man off the bench, um and there for uh, there like for roster flexibility and such. I don't think that's a terrible thing. We got fireworks going on here. Oh, there well. they go. Happy birthday, fireworks America! Fireworks are in the air. They're celebrating. Uh, Karis LeVert going back to the Cavs. So uh, to correct, but uh, correct myself earlier. So uh, he was previously at almost nineteen million a season. So uh, they they actually saved four million dollars on the cap this coming season uh, with this new contract. Oh, so here's my question here. When we're talking about the Heat and Struess leaving, who, if you had to pick a guy to pair with Butler and Adebayo, do you go Harden or do you go Dame? Who's the better fit? I think Ben Simmons. I mean, come on. (laughs) 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 Miami Ben. You got to bring in uh, Miami Ben. How pissed I don't, off! I don't how pissed it. off does Philly get if Miami wins the ring with Broken Ben and Jimmy Buckets? <laughs> Is that the hashtag? Hashtag Broken Ben? Is, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, his, that's the that's his that's the name on his jersey. First name Broken, last name Ben. No one does n- no one does uh, August like Ben Simmons. It's his time to shine here in a few more weeks. July and August. That's his I peak. Just... I, I just love seeing how much mu- uh, muscle uh, he has. Um, and half, I know you're putting in the chat. Do you sound good? No, you've got a bit of an echo, and you did sound a bit like distant from the mic. Do you have like a a local microphone, or are you using like a, your laptop mic? Wow, local local microphone. I'll fuck with it now. I'm I'm messing with some settings. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go to uh, Discord here, and I'm gonna go to find <laughs> fuck with it. <laughs> Let's see what we get. 
be fine. So, so obviously, uh, obviously, losing Max Struess, losing Gabe Vincent, um, and losing losing Yurtsevin, um, moving into the trade market. The question is, is like, do you think even if even with Harden or or Dame? Who do you like? Do you think they're a better team if they end up losing like Hero, Jovic? Uh, yes. Yes. So I do think you can bring in Ben, but you don't bring in Ben with like a big ass contract. Someone's got some audio. Yeah, it's, it's just it's my, ha- me hearing myself. No, it's half. I hear myself through half's audio. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that's also uh, like a mind fuck. I hate hearing myself. <laughs> so look, they um. So Ben's uh, coming with a big contract. He's he's on look, a max. He's on a max deal for two more it. seasons. He well, does not deserve it. He's already he's signed to it. <laughs> you don't no resign ch- him at a big one though. If you get him, you keep him and you sign his next deal cheap. You so make, I don't unless he unless he earns it. But yeah. I don't do you think you think... fully understand what's happening. It's like what's so basically. It's a trade. I get it. Yeah. yeah, what they're doing is what they're doing is they're trying to trade, uh, trade for Dame Lillard. Um, one second, I'm just gonna mute half again here. Umbrella, ella, ella, <laughs> ella. I didn't hear myself that time. Half. <laughs> I was hearing myself. Um, so uh, this is a fun bet. <laughs> So like the so basically the proposed deal that that seems to be happening is that um, Hero and Jovich and the draft picks and probably Caleb Martin are gonna go to Portland. But Portland mm-hmm. has Scoot, they have Simons, they have uh, Sharp, and uh, they don't really ha- and and Hero is on a five uh, on a four year deal for one hundred and twenty million. So they don't really have a lot of value if they're rebuilding with that particular contract, with that particular type of player. Uh, it's a bit of a, a redundancy. So what they want to do is they want to find somebody to dump it to. So they've contacted Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is okay. interested in picking it up if somebody takes the Ben Simmons contract. Now, Here's, obviously, uh, ahead, sorry. Sorry. So obviously if they didn't want to have the hero contract, you don't want to have a Ben Simmons contract, which is the same mo- amount of money for half the time. And then on top of that, a player who doesn't actually even play. Um, so that's uh, so that's why the Heat would end up having to take Ben Simmons back, and that, and so that would be the uh, with the full salary that he he's owed for the next two seasons. So can they acquire um, Dame without giving up Tyler Hero? I, I no. mean, mathematically, yes. Okay. Like they could they could sub hero out for Kyle Lowry and it would be a dollar for dollar value okay. and and if Portland was like we just want to get rid of the salary then that would be the better option because Kyle Lowry is like think thirty two million with uh, one uh, for just next season so they could just end up buying him out even um, and then nice. and, and like in that sense that they save save all that money on the cap but the reality is is that if they want to turn any value from because like the thing is, is the heat don't have a lot of value in the sense that, uh, of like draft capital. Mm-hmm. They only have two distance picks. Like I think the yeah. earliest pick that they can trade is 2027 and, and then 2029 would be the last pick that they can trade. Which is going to be pretty damn bad. On which is, on yeah. Yeah. But that's why Depot trade is so important. The Depot trade, like I told it's, it's not official yet. It's, it hasn't been processed. And Oklahoma City is the one that holds Miami's pick, which is really going to change a lot of these things. 
that's why mm-hmm. all of a sudden Oklahoma yeah. City wants to be on our side. I don't know why, but I'll take advantage of it. I mean, they're going to be much better. Thank you. Yeah, um, so that was much better. Okay, hypothetically, I mean, you know I love to live in a world of pure fucking lunacy. Let's say they could trade Tyler Hero to the Sixers for Harden and get Dame as well. So now you've got Butler, Dame, Bam Adebayo, James Harden. Okay. Are you, are you, are you excited about that? Are you... Are you enjoying that? Or are you? It's not possible. <laughs> it's that's yeah. There's that. Well, A is not possible. B. Why would Philly just do that? Yeah, like, well, basically, you're leaving anyway. You're replacing with the. I era. mean, is he leaving? I saw pictures of him hanging out with the owner of the uh, owner of the 76ers at the the white party. I'm pretty sure that I saw Woj, who you know on Twitter everything is gospel, tweet that he opted in. And just to they're be working on a trade. Yeah, yeah, and then I also saw that uh, Philly, uh, Philadelphia, also from Woj, Philadelphia is confident that they'll be able to keep him. So were the Nets about Durant? Then... Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you have to remember, Daryl Morey's a piece of shit. So it doesn't really <laughs> matter what he promises his players. What he delivers is just shit, right? So okay. he's he's willing to be he's willing to make it ugly. Like he ended up suing Ben Simmons. Um, I. Uh... So... <laughs> I have another proposition here for another big guy who you might be able to bring in. What if we were to pair Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and Dame with Julius Randle? So I really think that the one part that's really confusing to me is Nurkic. Because yeah. Portland's been trying to get rid of Nurkic at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Us taking Ben Simmons, then then Nurkic is out of the table. By the way, for what it's worth on Instagram, Ben Simmons was working out at the University of Miami today, mm-hmm. and Dame mm-hmm. Lillard is, in fact, in Miami right hey, now. Uh, so. Hey, half. What's today's date? The 4th of July, America's birthday. Uh, and what, what what month did you just say? It's July. It's, July. Uh, this, this is uh, uh, the Ben Simmons. Uh, this is when no. Ben Simmons becomes an all-star. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We're ramping up. This is yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, he's no, ramping I'm just up saying now, he's so at, tone it down. Uh, no, 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 I'm saying he's at the University of Miami, though. He's mm. training here. I hope so he's it's... there to get a degree. <laughs> it's a great school. It's a yeah. really good school. Yeah. No one needs you to get all defensive about the University of Miami right no, now. This really is not what we're talking yeah. about. I was, I was there. I hope he's there to get a degree. Now I wasn't. Lambast in your school. I'm lambasting his <laughs> basketball player. Hopefully, he's there to learn and not, you know. Anyway, I don't know. Please, please continue. Yeah, so just I think it kills this uh, yeah. Nurkic trade. <laughs> well, I, I, I think know. I think if Nurk like I, I think if Nurkic goes, I think he could probably like. I mean, if they're moving Ben Simmons, they could probably absorb Nurkic. I think Nurkic is like what 16 million for four seasons. Yeah, yeah, but then what are they going to do with Grant? Oh, Grant, they, the, just they, they have to keep him. They, they yeah. can't do anything with him because he's he's going to be there until at least New Year's. But, I mean, yes. obviously we can talk a little bit about that contract. But uh, six years for 100, and, uh, what was it, 160,000? 160, 160. Yeah, 160. They brought yeah. him back to make Dame happy. And Dame immediately was like, I don't fight <laughs> no, I like I like I like the bet uh, the better story is Dame was like you know what I'm gonna wait to submit my trade request until after they give uh give Jeremy his money because yeah Jeremy deserves it and you know he did like a solid teammate favor for him. 
But uh, yeah, no, like so obviously Jeremy Grant for uh, for that particular contract, they're not going to be able to sign uh, trade that contract for at least three seasons, unless they're giving up assets. But what's the point of giving up assets if you're under the cap anyways? Or unless he balls out. But no, he's the perfect guy to uh, build your team around if you're trying to get another good draft pick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's good enough to sell uh, sell jerseys uh, but, but uh, not yeah. good enough to win games right <laughs> that's, that's exactly where i'm thinking that. that's, that's that's Kyrie and cleveland pre lebron returner yeah the, it's like kevin porter jr in uh in in houston he'll uh, make an entire career out of being of being the best player on the last place team have they changed his sleeper profile photo yet i gotta check and see it's the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> he's a so, <laughs> half is our heat our heat um our heat expert i'm gonna say expert with quotations in the air um do you <laughs> think that uh Spolster and the godfather can fix ben simmons no but i think they can maximize them oh uh, they haven't fixed porter's photo it's still great <laughs> <laughs> i love it no, like, I don't think they could fix his shot, but I think they could maximize him. They could turn him into what he is. I just don't know if it works with this team. Dave needs the ball. Jimmy doesn't need the ball. Bam doesn't need the ball. It, ben needs the ball to be effective. I, I dropped the name Julius Randle earlier, and I only did that because I figured Knicks fans are probably sick of getting to the playoffs and seeing him disappear. Do we think that there's a chance that he gets dealt? No. I mean, there would have been some, there would have been some sound about that. Like, obviously, there's been there has been some noise that they might be that they're watching the James Harden stuff, um, and I think I think that they would be more in on James Harden than they would be on Dame, okay. uh, just because uh, it's a shorter contract, um, it's a better contract um, when it comes to uh, points per uh, points per dollar. But um, I think that like. Even even then, I think they'd be bringing in Harden to pair with uh, Randall and uh, and Brunson. They'd probably be th- looking to throw together uh, um, a trade package that would probably include some uh, some of their more role player guys, which is the best case. Like I, I don't think there's a star for star trade out there for James Harden, and just because his contract's so low, so 76ers they're probably not going to end up trading him. If I was if I was to be a betting man, I would say he probably stays in Philly or he will start the season in Philly at the very least. When it comes to Simmons, um, I think one thing in his favor when it comes to the Heat is the fact that they're going to be defense first, and that's been his strength. I think if you can get in with a coach that knows where to put him and knows how to play him in terms of his defense, he can get his confidence back on offense. Yeah. I think there's a I think there's a benefit in having a player who realistically the only reason why he's not an all-star is because of what's going on inside inside his head. Inside his fucking brain. Right? Like I feel like there's there's like that's more treatable than, you know, like a chronic foot issue or something like that. that, that, that Michael Beasley. Yeah, like I mean, so uh, so like I think like I think that like that's a benefit, and then also I think with uh, with the roster that they would end up having to have afterwards, I think I was talking to half about this, but realistically they only have like three or four playable players um, if this Dame trade goes through, and one of those would be Kyle Lowry, who you're not going to want to give more than twenty twenty five minutes a night to. 
Um, he's definitely can't. not somebody. He's definitely not somebody you you have to be relying on as a starter for sure. Particularly if it's with Dame. Um, so Ben Simmons being brought in there to bring a little bit more size to your lineup, be able to just give you like even thirty minutes a night of decent play. If they're able to get that out of him. He won't be worth the money, but he'd actually, like, at least he'd be something, something more than what they have. Well, and that's one thing Miami's not afraid to do. Duncan Robinson, we paid you how much money? Go to the bench. I don't care. Yeah. You know, so they'll treat him for skill or for, you know, his achievements, not what they're paying him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, realistically, though, if I was, if I was them, I would, I, where I would be the most concerned is just the depth of the roster after this trade, considering what they've lost. Like, we didn't even mention they lost Oladipo as well. I mean, Oladipo was what the sixth. I mean, he was like the sixth man, uh, sixth man in that roster. Yeah, but we yeah. never had him. Struce was like, uh, Struce was an on and off again starter. Gabe was a starter. Like, I mean, you're you're talking about in an eight man rotation. You lost, you know, almost half of it already. And yeah, then you're going to have to trade. Drafted and everybody called him being drafted. <laughs> and you're we'll going to have to trade more. Yeah, but you're going to have to trade at least two more probably three more uh of those rotation players like realistically that, yeah. your rotation is going to be uh, the remainder of your rotation is going to be bam dame or uh, bam uh butler and lowry and add in dame so i mean it's just uh and then like the prospects that you've been developing over the last one or two years are all gone as well like i mean it's well it's a, it's going to be a messy lineup and then on top of that all compound that the sons of pillage the veteran uh, uh, the veteran minimum market and basically gra- grabbed everybody who's worthwhile off of it fuck yeah man <laughs> Can you imagine all that skill just to lose in 5 to denver i mean they lost in 6 and they got a better team now walk and it denver's back. walk it back on twitter you said 6 walk it back i got proof i got the receipts walk That's it, it back nuggets in 4 <laughs> At least we took the Nuggets to six. <laughs> Jimmy, oh. Jimmy, oh, give me a break. That's I honestly, problem. I honestly think that the if if the trade happens and it's it's like Hero, Duncan, Duncan, Caleb, Jovic, jo- and picks. If that's the trade that happens, the Heat are a worse team t- uh, uh, tomorrow than they would be today. No, no, yeah. I no, I I just don't. Dame's Dame's good, but we saw uh, like Dame's good, but like we know that with you know we know what Jimmy and uh, what Jimmy and Bam can give you if they if they're surrounded by three pointer uh, three point shooters. Well, you don't have anymore, right? Like we know what they're like. We know what they're like when they have people who know the the Heat's defensive system. Well, you don't have anyone anymore. But we don't know when they're. We don't know what they're like when they're the second and third best player on the team. How much easier is their job going to be now? Who's I mean, drawing we know all the what double it, teams. We know what Jimmy's like when he's the second or third best player on the team. He's out in the second round. <laughs> well, yeah, he lost to a lucky Pepsi Cola opening bounce. You know, someone just opened a Pepsi can right at the three point line, and Kawhi made it. That's it. I mean, you could call it luck, or you could call it a career failure. So, <laughs> yeah, and he went to the finals twice. here being the best. Before so. we um, before we go too much further here, he dropped a name earlier, and I just want to venture into a fun place here. He said um, Michael Beasley. Oh. That made me think of another all-time great college player who didn't really pan out in the NBA, and that's Jimmer Fredette. 
Oh, is, so I'm like, asking, are we talking Tyler Hansbrough again today? No, no. Here's my question for you guys. Have you seen what Jimmer did in this FIBA 3v3 tournament? Uh, I think I saw no. some highlights on it. He's still balls. Oh, he's still an electric scorer from Shooter, anywhere on now. the court, bro. Like, oh my god. Hey, he's a hooper? Yeah, real yes. hoopers. I feel like if he was in the league, if he was in college like today, He'd be like a number two, number three overall pick, and he would scorch the league. <laughs> I, I think he came out too soon. He was he was born too early. I'll take it up with Jesus. I will. As soon as I get there, that's the first thing I'm going to do. Why didn't you give us Jimmer in the NBA? <laughs> you robbed us. You robbed us of such such an immaculate offensive guy. Like, I like I like. I like the idea of Sandy just dying, going to heaven and being like, where the fuck is Jesus? <laughs> we, we got something to talk about. Where the fuck is Jesus? Where the fuck was Jimmer? <laughs> while we're at it, why didn't you do the same for Beasley? <laughs> Dion no, Beasley, Beasley was going to fail. Beasley was going to fail no matter where. Oh, that come guy on. was a you head case. <laughs> No, I did. You didn't see. I the Houston Rockets would have made him a superstar. No. Forget the NBA. I'm talking about Kansas State. Michael Beasley. <laughs> that was special. Hoodie mellow level special. He was. He was great. I, I thought Just, he was surefire. I, I, uh, disappointing. Give us Jimmer. Give us Beasley. The worst, like the worst uh, chant ever. It, it, it can't be worse than the Jets fans chanting, "We want Tebow, Tebow, save us." <laughs> so, do you guys want to talk about uh, talk about some of your uh, some of the teams that uh, teams after free agency and what your what your thoughts are? Yeah, Lakers. They Lakers? didn't do anything. You don't think they did anything? They did pretty good. What are you I, talking about? I, I thought they didn't do... They what they do? They re-signed everybody. Austin Reeves is expected to go back. Yeah, well, Austin Reeves, they ended up signing to a ridiculously cheap contract. Four years for fi- uh, uh, $54 million. That was a They got Gabe Vincent, cool. which was solid. But that's another they one. Got, that's another Kendrick Nunn. Almost to a T. Okay, they, got, they got Gabe Vincent for under the mid, uh, mid-level exception. Yeah, when 11, you consider what the Raptors did signing Schroeder for the full mid-level... Oh, God. God, what a for three years as well. Just oh man, what a shitty what, fucking what draft signing. Three, uh, three, tw- uh, three uh, at the full mid level, so twelve point four a season. Twelve they, a year. Do yeah, you remember? Year. Do you remember a few years? No, ago they gave him three. When, uh, do you remember no a few years ago when the Lakers were prepared to give him like twenty a year, twenty four a year, something stupid like that? Mm-hmm. And he and said he, he was gonna. Bet on himself, and then nobody himself. signed him, and then the Lakers signed him for even cheaper. <laughs> no, he signed a one-year proven deal with Boston for six million. That's what it was. Fucking yeah, worthless. I mean, I, I mean, like, and then like, the, that's not even the worst part, obviously, of the Raptors' off uh, off season with like uh, with the signing of Schroeder. Um, everyone's talking about the the point guard that left for another team, Delano Banton, um, and then you know, Banter it's, Banton, it's, yeah. It's gonna be really hard to uh, fill that role, uh, obviously with uh, with Banton in Boston. Big Banton. I like Boston. Banton I, like Boston. Boston. I like Porzingis. That trade was great. Healthy. 
I, I, if he stays healthy, I think that's the right trade. That's a good trade. I so, think that's a very good fit. So let's uh let's recap that trade real quick here for you uh, for uh, the audience. Let me just pull it up real quick. That link you sent me, uh, I sent us, uh, Sandy is great, by the way. Uh, half's not in the rundown channel. I guess you should probably post it in here so he can say it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, if you can take care of that. So the Celtics uh, received Kristaps Porzingis from the uh, from the Wizards. Uh, the twenty fifth pick uh, in the two thousand twenty three draft via the Grizzlies. The twenty four uh, and twenty twenty four first round pick, top four protective, via the Warriors. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies received Marcus Smart, and the Wizards got Tyus Jones, Danilo Gallinari. Mike Muscala, and the 35th pick of the 2023 NBA draft. So yeah, um, obviously, obviously, a lot of people were upset regarding um, Marcus Smart being traded. You know, he's considered kind of like the heart and soul of the team. Uh, and Marcus Smart also came out and said that a week ago, he was or a week before the trade happened, he was promised that he would be safe. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I mean, do want to question whether or not anybody thinks that he's an actual danger at the moment. Um, obviously, there is a lifestyle change between M- Memphis and Boston, but I don't know if that would necessarily make him unsafe. Unless he's talking about sharing a locker room with Jaw. <laughs> you know what he means. <laughs> he's talking about Jaw. All right, we got it. But, you know, I, I think uh, what Memphis he, he... gets... What Memphis gets out of him is a leader, you know, somebody who uh, is somebody who isn't afraid to tell people what he thinks. Like he's uh, he's told he told Tatum and uh, Brown that he needed to pass more. I'm sure he's not going to have a problem telling jo- John Morant uh, what position he needs to play. This. I got this. They get a real coach on the floor. They get a real gritty <laughs> guy, a real nose to the grindstone kind of guy. He's like a coach's son out there. <laughs> tough guy man and he'd kick my ass don't get me wrong i'd fucking cower before him but my god well, am i, I mean, still you're like talk five shit? foot six <laughs> didn't he uh <laughs> but my god is he a fake didn't tough guy he, like witness some crazy shit happening on the court at one point like no that i think you're thinking of jalen brown watching uh watching uh watching what's his name get his face stomped by uh joel Embiid. <laughs> what's his name grant uh grant oh williams, grant williams. Yeah, oh, God, i kept on wanting to say grant hill <laughs> oh hey half we didn't even touch on it with you josh richardson coming home oh my god dude i, I already said it that's that's seriously this this year's complete uh, just dame that's it yeah that's it that's it luffy came you to guys, me he's like uh, what do you think it's like that's it what, what bench do we need we got jay I was, rich i was that's telling you I was telling uh, Sandy before you got here, it's it's odd because normally, like normally, the Heat when it comes to like these diamonds in the rough that they find, they're always the ones they are f- first in line to overpay them. Whether it's Waiters, whether it's Josh Richard- Richardson, whether it's Josh Johnson, Jones, jo- yeah, Johnson, PJ uh, Brown, yeah, like uh, what was the other uh, Duncan? You know, like they're always the first ones in line to to overpay to keep uh, keep them on the roster, and it's odd yeah. this season to see Gabe, Vincent, and Struess leave because those are perf- those are perfectly the players that you would expect to have gotten like four uh, four for one twenty from the yeah. uh, from the Heat, and then like two years from now they're going to be linked in every trade rumor from here to next week for every oh, yeah. superstar possible because they're like the worst contracts in the world, and they have to get off of them to bring somebody in. 
Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Max over Duncan too. Don't get me wrong. So, um, but I'm happy. But I'm okay to see him go. I'm okay for once because it it just made me feel like they're really going all in for Dame. Which is the other thing that you were saying, Sandy, just to bring it back full circle on the full court podcast. Yeah. I, um, God bless. I fucking missed it. Uh, it's, I, I think if we go for Beal, I think we would have kept Hero. I think if yeah. we go for Harden, we keep Hero. I think going for Dame, you just go all in. I think if the difference yep. is, is, is Caleb, the table. If, if it's Caleb Martin, then you negotiate and negotiate and get ballsy as much as you can. Try. I think he's going to be the piece. I think if Caleb Martin stays in Miami, Miami wins the trade. I think if Caleb Martin goes anywhere, Miami, quote-unquote, loses the trade. I'll give that up because realistically in the playoffs, you only need, what, eight players? You know, yeah. ninth player, someone's injured. So what rotation? Rotation, my ass. Uh, you don't need a rotation. But you'd have but four. You, but you need a deep-ass bench for the regular season. I think that's where uh-huh. Miami was getting hurt. Just to come back to this one last time, Miami was getting hurt because we only had two guys. Yeah. That's it. We had two guys, and your undrafteds, as they like to be called, it's just they're they're hot and cold, as we saw in the finals, as we saw in the playoffs. They're not, they can mm-hmm. win you a game, but they can also lose you four. And that was Miami the entire year. We were what? How many games below yep. 500? Two, yeah, but three, several, a lot. So, uh, speaking of your bench, you guys also brought back Kevin Love, and uh, an yep. underrated signing. You signed the guy who was calling for the ball when LeBron James broke the scoring record. Yep. <laughs> well, they're like you. Know, we kept on getting dummied, and we didn't want to have to play Zeller anymore. Oh, that's another guy you guys oh, lost. Man. Uh, Those Zeller uh, minutes were so good. Zell, yeah. The Zeller minutes. So, he was the highest drafted the player Zell, on the board yeah. at any moment for the Heat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, they replaced uh, they replaced Zeller with Bradley, who was on the Nuggets, and I guess presumably they think that Bradley is going to be able to uh, defend Jokic. Bam did well yeah. against him. Bam did as well as he could. I really think he did well. I, he held his own. Uh, it's just he can't play offense after. Like with raising children, yeah. it takes a village to guard Jokic. Yes, I think yep. Bam's issue is a little undersized. A little. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's what yeah. 6'9"? Like I think yeah. he's like borderline between 6'9 and 6'8. Like he's not yeah. even like a full 6'9. No, like, and he'll play and he'll and he'll guard your fives though. And he'll guard your one. I I think he'd be the He's guy like a to... Chuck Hayes out there. I mean, Ben Wallace at Yeah, six, I think he's a, I think he's seven a D... was out here doing just fine. He's he's a D-Wade 6'9. Yeah. Whereas D-Wade was fucking listed at what 6'3, 6'4. It's like no. Six, no, three, no, no, he was 6'1. Six, six, <laughs> get out of here with that noise yeah no it's a, it's it, it, like it, it i feel like if he has a bad sleep bam is a six eight like he's he's yeah, it's just so small his he's so small out there it's seven yeah. one wingspan so he makes up for it and in and, and athleticism as well but yeah he's definitely undersized which was uh jokic or jovich's biggest problem that's why he didn't play this year at all he's put on some mass have you seen him yeah, he has seriously put on some mass. I, also, well, I don't think Jaime is getting tra- he can't get traded for what, another twenty seven days. Yeah, I, like I mean, God, I hope it doesn't take that long. Um, no, the last no, thing, no, no. the last thing we need is heat people talking nonstop about how th- something's done and then it doesn't happen and everybody thinks and then they think that the world's against them. So we just we need this to be over with quick, so we can we can move on with our lives. I was really hoping it would have been taken care of on Monday. <laughs> haters haters everywhere speaking of uh moving on friend of the show uh a featured spoken of often friend of ours uh dylan brooks got the bag yeah so what do you think sandy is that a good tra- a good contract or a bad one 
It's terrible. How about it, like okay, so like it's a terrible contract, I guess. But what if I told you that you'd have to trade what? two future first round picks to also make that trade, uh, or sorry, two former first round picks uh, in a salary dump to bring him on board for that contract? Does that make you feel better about it? No, we live in a world <laughs> where there's one basketball, and you brought in two chuckers and Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. They, I don't know. They, if, I don't know if it's fair to call Fred Van Vliet a chucker. He he has 16 shots a game. <laughs> Like I mean, he's he's at best like a, a second or third option in an offense, and he's always what? been that way. <laughs> what is his shooting percentage from three? His shooting percentage from three, I think, is like career thirty-eight percent. What is Dylan Brooks says? Thirty. Mm, <laughs> Let me just double check here. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Uh, I feel like I saw on Twitter. 34% for for Dylan Brooks from three as a career, 32% last season. And uh, Van Fleet. Now, everyone's making making fun because Van Fleet obviously had his worst career shooting season last season. So he had a 39% field goal percentage. His career wise, his career wise is forty percent, but he's also thirty seven percent career wise from three. So he's a very good three point shooter. Um, and like in the la- second half of last season, like when he got out of his slump, he was shooting I think upwards to forty two percent. So he's a very good he's a very good three point shooter. He's also in a like he also doesn't dominate the ball. He's he's good at organizing an offense, and then most importantly, with a team like the Houston uh, Houston Rockets. You know, you've got uh, you've got a, a young team that the players kind of just do their own thing. He can organize the offense, and he's not afraid to get into people's faces. And given the fact that he was the largest free agent signing uh, contract max for three straight seasons uh, at forty-two and a half million a season. Uh, given that he's, uh, given that he was given that, he has the clout in that locker room to really put yeah. people in their place. And I think that's why they did it. So they'll be ten games under. You think five hundred? Well, I don't think that they're going to be a playoff team, and I don't think no, like, no. like I mean like I like maybe a play-in team, maybe. Um, but like I like I don't think that this trade is or that's uh, the Fred Van Vliet signing is. Uh, is a bad signing if they don't make the playoffs. I think uh, I think that his role there is to really focus on getting maturity and development out of players like uh, Jalen Green. I think he's there because of the the point guard they just drafted. He he's there to mentor him. I think that's why the money's worth it. Yeah, like you have, obviously they have Amon Thompson, uh, Tom, uh, Thompson. They have Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitmore is a, another point guard. They also have Jalen Green. Yeah. We mentioned Kevin Porter Jr., which I don't think is long for that uh, that team. So like yeah. they have a lot of really young guards that need uh, need some direction, and that team has just been such a mess for the last like two to three seasons. They uh, also Van, uh, Van Fleet uh, is there to build a culture. They also signed a big who both of us are fans of, and that's Jock Landale. Yeah, uh, that was a you know that was a surprising uh, a surprising um, release by the Suns. Obviously, we were both talking about possibly him even stepping in for Aiton if they decided to trade Aiton. Um, they decided instead to uh, release him, and instead they signed Drew Eubanks and uh, and uh, Chieti Metsu for the same amount that Landell ended up signing for per year. So what do you think, Sandy? 
If you had the choice, would you have preferred Landell, or, would, or are you happy with the direction the Suns went instead? I think that all the moves that they made were honestly um, about as good as you're going to get, considering the cap space they had. I, I think if you could bring Lando back and make all those moves, you do it. But if he got paid and he deserves it. I mean, reality is the reality is is they wouldn't have been able to do. They may have been able to do one of Drew Eubanks and one of uh, Chietsu, uh, uh, but they certainly wouldn't have been able to do both. Um, yeah. And I think I, I think real, realistically, when I look at their roster, I think it's a lot more diversified, particularly with Metsu. Um, on the li- uh, in the lineup, and I don't think that there's a, a huge difference between what Eubanks gives as opposed to Lando. The, the Suns, um, the past few seasons. Just give me a second here while I'm look, looking for this. Okay. They, they, the past few years, have struggled offensively in one specific area, and that is the three-point line. They have been known as the guys who are going to shoot from mid-range, 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 mid-range. They went out, I couldn't find the tweet, but they went out and they signed a bunch of guys who shoot very well from yeah. three. Yeah, I mean, even Eubanks, Eubanks is a, po- a positive shooter from three, although he only took, like I think, 35 attempts last season. But Metu is, uh, it provides, I think he's a 36% three-point shooter from three. Obviously, they brought in Eric Gordon, um... Who else did they bring in here? Let me uh, Bates Diop, um, who I think has a really solid chance of being a starter on their roster. Well, I found the um, tweet. And and they brought in a guy that was notorious for putting his foot on the line. So you know, speaking of which, I'm glad I could segue into <laughs> they, that. Um, you know, I was actually talking with no, someone. No, no, no. And they were telling me they, that the reason Americans aren't good at soccer no, is because we have big feet. No. So they they kept Damian Lee, they brought in Bates Diop, they got pull, they they got Gordon, they got Payne, all these guys. What Nobby's sh- another three point shooter? He's like the best corner yeah. three point shooter in the league. Forty four percent, just yeah. from three in general. Forty four for Damian I think he's Lee. I think he's fifty four. I think he's fifty four percent on open corner threes, which is the highest oh. mark in the league. If, if you include Payne, Bill Booker, Gordon, Eubanks, Bates Diop. Those are one, two, three, four, five, six. That's that's nine guys over thirty-five percent from three. Yeah, and the other aspect as well, when you consider uh, Mietu, uh, Bates, Diop, and Watanabe, you also have length. Uh, a lot of length um, helps with the defensive versatility of those lineups. You could run, uh, you could run a technical small ball lineup with, you know, a, a with Booker running the point. Uh, with uh, he's a big guard at one. If you were talking small ball, we'll look at the one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like you could run a small ball lineup with uh, Metu as your center, uh, and then you'd have like uh, basically uh, Watanabe, Bates, Diop, uh, Durant, Booker, and uh, Beal, and you'd ha- you how you'd have basically Beal would be the only person there with arms uh, with a wingspan under six nine. Be oh. ridiculous. Uh, like I mean, they could they could really mess some shit up with uh, with some of these role players that they ended up signing. It's a it's a really it was a real home run of an off season for the Suns, considering what they did with the Beal trade. Just the thing that worries me about that is small ball is not going to beat Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing is, is like nothing's like I don't think like I think what you would need to be looking at with Nikola Jokic like they're. There's not gonna their their big ball lineups aren't gonna beat Nikola Jokic. Like I mean, like the the reality is is 
if if the Nuggets are healthy, right, they're going to run the West. <laughs> There's just, there isn't really a lot of options uh, that uh, the Suns are going to uh, are going to find. They may be able to outscore them one or two games, which is what they did last season. But you know, like I mean, they'd have to get insanely hot for a four game se- for a seven game series and to win four games. They do. They lost Bruce Brown, who's pivotal. Yep. I mean, That's Bruce Brown. It. I mean, they lost Bruce Brown. They lost Jeff Green, who were both rotation players. Uh, we're, and obviously, Bruce Brown was great. He just signed. He just signed for twenty-two million a season in Indiana, which is you know good for him. Like his story is amazing. But like the reality is, is like you know they have Peyton Watson in the wing. They added another first-round pick uh, this off, uh, this off-season. Christian Braun can uh, pr- can progress, and then at the end of the day. You know, if you if you still have Murray, uh, Murray and Jokic and Aaron Gordon, I think yep. the rest of the pieces will fit around that. And they made sure to keep their biggest piece, and that's DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, you know that was the glue. DeAndre Jordan and Reggie Jackson. Yep. Got to make sure you lo- uh, you got to make sure you bring in the culture. And so, speaking of small ball, how fucking small are the Warriors going to be? Yeah, I mean, that's another uh, another trade. Do you guys want to talk about uh, Jordan Poole, uh, the Jordan Poole trade uh, for Chris Paul? Oh, is I mean, yeah. What the fuck are they gonna run? Is he gonna is he gonna start? I think he comes in if she's six man. I think yeah. I think like Chris Paul is ideally like a twenty twenty five minute game guy, particularly during the regular season. He may that, close. That's logic. That's logic. Is he going to do it? Is he yeah. gonna be okay oh, with I it? think so. I I, I, I think, think he has. I, got I, no choice in the matter here. At I think this when, point. I think if he went like I think if he went to the like he stayed with the Wizards, I think you'd have a hard time convincing him to come in off the bench. But he's going to the fucking Golden State Warriors. And what's he yeah. gonna tell the Golden State Warriors? You know what? Uh, maybe uh, uh maybe uh, Curry should sit this one out. <laughs> he, he's basically been owned, destroyed every single time he's matched up with Curry. In the last decade, like well, it's it, not 2014. It's so one-sided. <laughs> yeah, and then like obviously, it, obviously, with a lot of the the Chris Paul stuff is like you know he's been a rival of the Warriors for quite some time between his time with the Clippers and then again with the Rockets. Um, so a lot of people have been uh, showing some of the uh, conversations people have about Chris Paul, uh, including uh, including the new hundred million dollar man. Um, in uh, Draymond Green saying that I don't uh, like I don't like Chris Paul. I respect him, but we don't like each other. <laughs> so this is gonna be a fun season for. Warriors. I'm just wondering who's gonna hit who in the nuts first. It's gonna be like a race to the. It's gonna be a race to the nuts, Zach. <laughs> just gonna freeze in time. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's just they're gonna stop time, kicking each other. It's like it, it's like a it, it's like that Rocky scene where they it's uh, where they're Clap. punching each other, it, it, punching each other in the jaw at the same time, and the just like freezes. Yeah, but instead yeah. of that, it's uppercuts to the groin at the same time. <laughs> I'm just stand still. That's it. That's that's how, and that was the fall of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> So uh, Chris Paul went to the Warriors uh, from uh, uh, from the Wizards. Wizards, uh, 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 the Wizards received uh, Jordan Poole, Ryan Rollins, uh, protected twenty thirty first round pick, and a second twenty twenty seven second round pick. Now I think this kind of informs everybody what the value of not only Jordan Poole is, but I think it also informs people what the value of Tyler Hero is. 
because they are basically, if you look at their stats, clones of each oh, other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're about the same. <laughs> just just one is taller with longer arms. That's <laughs> yeah, like, hero. Yeah, exactly. It's like they have basically the same contract. One like pools making three million more yeah, over that yeah. same four year period. Um, but yeah, like I mean, it, it's basically the same contract. They're basically the same player. Pool has a championship. He, uh, you know, uh, Hero's been to two finals, even though he didn't play one at really, all yeah. in one run at all. Um, but you know, like I mean, like they have very similar stories. They are the exact same age. Um, you know, they're basically the same player. And what Jordan Pool nets you with Ryan Rollins, a protected first round pick and a second round pick, is a thirty eight year old Chris Paul who can give you twenty minutes of solid play a night. And Hero's gonna get flipped for Dame Lillard. So here we are. <laughs> well, I mean Ben Simmons. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben Simmons and the right and the right for uh, Brooklyn to take the Nurkic contract. <laughs> What is that? Oh, Lord. Uh, but yeah. already. I'm so tired of this thing. <laughs> right. I get constant phone calls from my dad who doesn't speak English, and he's like, <laughs> I'm watching a video here on YouTube, and it's here they are. They're having a press conference. I'm like, no, that's that's just the mock-up. You're, he's like, no, you're no, Spani- no, it's official. It's official. It's Your Spanish-speaking father needs to stop watching YouTube in general. Oh, you should, you should, you should put some prote- <laughs> parental protections on his web browser. It's kind of fun sometimes, but other times I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so he would literally call me up, ask me like, who's who's jo- Jimmy Butler following on Instagram? I'm like, I'm not gonna answer that. I, I don't have time for this. So Who is he following on Instagram. Yeah, he just he wants to know all that. He loves it. Oh, he loves it. Did he unfollow anybody during the off season? That's who we need to. That's that's what it. he needs to know. Yep. Tyler Hero is he still there? Never. Well, know. I know Scotty unfollowed Van Fleet. Everybody's uh you up in arms about that. Remember a few years back when everyone made a fuss because Giannis unfollowed everybody on his account, and then that I... season they won the damn top. Come on. Yeah, I heard he was coming to Miami. That's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's one signing that I'm very, very happy about, and that's Cam Johnson getting a four-year deal to stay in Brooklyn with Mikael. Yep, that's a it's a it's an awesome deal. I, you know, some people say it's a slight overpay, but I mean, reality is, he, like, if I was to like if I was to honestly grade all of the free agents that were on the market this season, Cam Johnson would be a top five, I think. I agree. Yeah, he earned it. He earned his money. He was. Last year, going into it, first season as a starter, ran Jay Crowder out of there because Jay Crowder was petty and he thought he should keep the spot. And it was Cam's time. Careful. Watch your Over- mouth. Overcame an injury. I'm not, I don't fear the boss, man. Overcame he an injury. In all caps. He will fuck you up. Yeah, he will fuck me up over the internet with his keyboard. <laughs> In caps. Don't you forget it. Uh, I'm sorry. He will fuck me up over the internet with his keyboard. Is all caps more intimidating, or do you just kind of like just? Oh god. I'm more intimidated by people who end all their statements with periods and proper Ooh. punctuation than I am proper by all punctu- caps. Is there anything more into like it's it's when someone? Yeah, is that what it is? Is that the is that the top tier? Is that S tier right there? Someone who uses proper punctuation. That's like max level of pissed off what's the lowest level of pissed off just like when you use words like idk or you know idc that's just yeah, like kind of slang with just a lowercase all lowercase lol lol oh, yeah, that's between it. all lowercase lol and all uppercase lol are you i don't know the word the, 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 the scariest the scariest tweet in the history of tweets 
is when your when your wife or significant other ends with an ellipsis. Ellipsis. Hold up. Ellipsis. <laughs> the three so, dots at the, the end of the, the sentence. Dot dot Ooh, dot. The three app. dots. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. normally that uh, more, uh, normally that follows a a, a, a statement remember. of disbelief of something is uh, something that you've done that is stupid or catastrophic. <laughs> If somebody writes in capital letters only, I assume they're a child. Uh, so they're not really that intimidating to me. <laughs> I, th- I think the worst thing you can get when you're conversating with someone is an okay or an all lowercase okay, LOL. Okay. I like yeah, when okay. I like to respond to long paragraphs with a K. Just the letter K. Ooh. And yeah, there is a difference between okay. <laughs> And okay, and I'm I'm demonstrating that in the chat there. This is okay. Oh okay. no, I go Sorry. I go I go sure. I go sure. Yeah, I give sure. The, the, sure, sure. Sure is good vibes. I like the sure. sure. Sure, you know it's sure, sure. It's, but it's yeah. not. You know, I'm like it's, it'll be a long paragraph. I'm like sure. Wait, yeah. sure to what? And I'm like yeah, well that's that's a whole nother no, story. No, we have to figure that out if, together. If someone gives you a a reading assignment like 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 a couple paragraphs that they're expecting you to go through, and you hit them with the LOL, I, I feel like you've just burned <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not reading all that, so I'm either sorry it happened or I'm happy for you. You know what amen, I mean? Amen, amen. <laughs> that's it. That's a I've hit a couple uh, people with that one. So I guess uh, one of the teams that I really wanted to talk about, and I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on, um, during the draft, the uh, Sacramento Kings traded their first round pick to get off some salary uh, by get, uh, getting rid of Rashawn Holmes. Uh, the Dallas uh, Dallas Mavericks obviously uh, picked him up um, as opposed to having uh, Beatrins. So, uh, or, or sorry, Bertans. Uh, so that's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, basically what the Kings did was they traded, uh, they, they traded for um, Chris uh, Duarte and then re-signed all of their free agents, including uh, Harris, Lyles, Len, and then they also uh, uh, re-signed uh, Demonis Sabonis for a maximum extension. What are you guys' thoughts on what the Kings did this offseason? They upgraded their uniforms. They look super nice. Super <laughs> fucking that's where you go. nice. Oh, I, real clean. I think that the Kings are going to be right back in the mix this year. I think that the Kings, they've got a coach, they've got a system, and they've got their, their guys with Fox and Sabonis. You get the right pieces around them and – I think they'll be right up there again, competing for a top four seed in home court. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I think a lot of people have been overly harsh. They've wanted, they wanted them to like upgrade, and I mean, like I was right there with everybody. Like, oh, what does this team look like with Kuzma or something like that? What does this team look like with this new checkerboard on the side jersey? That would look great. <laughs> I, is what they look like. I do think that that's pretty um, sharp. You're not lying. <laughs> I, I think that the issues with Sabonis defensively. Um, they're going to rear their head depending on the matchup they get in the West. And it's, it's going to be tough for them to beat teams that can shoot, you know, because yeah. he, he it, like if you've got a, if you've got a, a, a scheme that spaces the floor, you can isolate him, you can bully him and he's not going to be able to do anything about it. And the Warriors took advantage of that. The Kings, they can score with anybody, but if you play somebody who can score with you, they're going to struggle. 
So I think, uh, so here's, uh, I have some thoughts on this. So a lot of people are criticizing them because they thought that they were in a position where they could have kind of gone for it. Like, you know, like, and, uh, and, and really put themselves in the upper echelon of the, the Western conference, um, with the argument that, you know, teams like the, the Lakers and the Clippers and the Warriors are all probably in a position where they've improved themselves this off season and could look to pass, uh, the Kings in the standings and the Kings may not necessarily be guaranteed even a playoff spot next year. One of the things that I think that we can take a lesson from, if you look at the last, let's say, like, uh, if you look at the last, what, four or five champions, the one thing that they all had is they had pretty much consistency in their roster from season to season to season. Milwaukee, uh, uh, Milwaukee and Toronto... They ended up making a trade after being in the playoffs for numerous seasons and falling out of it. Um, but uh, uh, that would bolster their uh, bolster their roster. But there was still that main core group of players that had been together for a while and experienced right. some playoff success, some playoff failures together. When you look at Demonis Sabonis, a lot of people obviously talk about his uh, uh, how you can't defend or uh, like uh, he, he. It's hard to build a defense around him, and that's very similar to the conversations that people had about uh, Nikola Jokic. Now, Demonis Sabonis is two years younger than Nikola Jokic. At this period of time in Nikola Jokic's career, he was an MVP of the league, so I don't think that they're the same player at all. Um, but that said, if the Kings want to build this team around uh, around Sabonis and Fox. Um, you know, I think that they they have a, a role model organization in the Nuggets that shows them how to do that, and at the same time, one of the main uh, one of the main aspects of that was staying the course and adding piece by piece over seasons, and and that allowed them to progress and become the juggernaut that they are right now in the West. I do think um, when you're comparing Jokic and Sabonis, it's important, and we brought it up on here earlier in the year. The stats actually bear out that Jokic is a top-level defender. Yeah. People don't give him credit for that because he's slow, he's flat-footed, he's the the big, fat, white guy. Jokic is an incredible defender, and most of the reason for that is he is smart as fuck. So much damn space. He, he, he's, he's, he's a brick shit house, and he's just he's got the basketball IQ of like Nostradamus, like so. What, what the fuck is going on right here? Yeah, so I mean, like you know, I hundred percent agree. Like they're not the same player, and and but the uh, the Nuggets had a very similar defensive profile to what the right. the Kings had this season, um, two seasons ago, three seasons ago, four seasons ago, and how they improved that was obviously by bringing in the right players. Now. I mean, Chris Duarte is an interesting player. He's got good arm length. He's got a great, uh, he's got a great three point shot. So I think that you know he he's a good piece that might help them in the future. Maybe you know Herder isn't the guy they need to have have there. Maybe they need to maybe Murray uh, develops a little bit more and becomes kind of like uh, more of a, a Porter Junior character. Like, I, I think that they still need to build off of this roster, don't get me wrong, but I don't think that just because they didn't immediately pull the trigger right now that this uh, this says that they're not aggressive enough to move forward for it uh, in the future. No, I think they've, they, the they've got youth on their side. Right now, like, in all sports, I guess all time. Tiger Woods has that stare down 
aggressive face mike aggressive tyson. face i'm, I'm a, 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 oh yeah you're stepping into the ring mike tyson's there you know everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face mike tyson i'm terrified I, that, what, what, I'm, I'm saying lebron james game six versus boston had that stare had that uh, stare. but i think they're all two three and four to joey chestnut did you see him today <laughs> getting pissed off about the rain delay Oh wow. my! That's he a man broke that record too. That's a man that doesn't go hungry very often. Holy! Shit. He would have broke that record I know, too. <laughs> I know what hanger looks like. <laughs> Do you think uh, Joey Chestnut is a Denny's or an IHOP guy? Neither. He's a Waho guy. He's Waffle House Ooh. all day. Wait, where is he? Off the board. Where is Half he? Half off the top rope. Long oh, Island, maybe. No, he's Kentucky. He's a Kentucky boy. Yeah, that's Waffle oh. House country over there. Waffle House. <laughs> Not country uh, country is one word for it. Well, I went to San Jose University. My wife also went there. That's where she got her master's. That's pretty cool. Oh, maybe you're married oh. to Joey Chestnut. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen your wife and 77 hot dogs in the room at the same time? No, no, that's because Glizzy Lizzie ate them all. Did you see that, Glizzy Lizzie? She was a, a new contestant this year. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hot dog eating contest eating is a sport who was it that was hate i just read someone on twitter someone was hating on eating and saying that wasn't a sport you shut your mouth young man those are athletes young man yep so guys i'm gonna give you the names of three players and you tell okay. me it, with all of these all three of who these players were uh, you get uh, all three of these players were available this offseason you tell me in order who is the most valuable? Who will sign the most valuable contract? We've got James Harden. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. And we got Fred Van Vliet. Who's going to sign the most valuable contract out of the three of them? Well, we know who did, but I would assume Harden. If you like, if I told you at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the summer. Fred Van Vliet was going to walk away with a three-year max, and neither, neither James Harden nor yeah. nor Kyrie Irving would even get maxed. I think um, there's one thing here that he has that the other two don't, and that's a two as the first number in his age, right? Yeah, that's fair. I think that there's also an aspect where you know I think he has more of a res- uh, a, a reputation of being an adult. Um, that's true. I think I don't then, think. Look, I think Harden gets a lot of flack because sure he's he's gotten some coaches removed. Sure he's forced his way out of teams. Harden plays his ass off. And how does he force his actually, way out of teams? When he's on a team that he wants to be on, he plays. He yeah. plays well. Yeah, and what and like how many teams has he been on that he didn't want to play on in the last three seasons? He's been on several. All yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has many, not finished a season fans. being happy on the team that he's been on in the last three years. Did you, um, did you ever see the tracker? There was some guy who actually did a tracker where they see all his road stats of how he plays based on the local Yelp scores of the strip clubs. <laughs> yeah. so, and it, and yeah, hashtag yeah, analytics. And it's, and it's inversely hey, proportional. Wanna, post that one in the... Uh... He's not gonna. He is not going to retire. He's not going to retire until there's a team in Vegas. Oh my Uh, god! uh, (laughs) Find that link and uh, post it in the chat. Yeah, it's universally proportional, and that's why he plays the best in Toronto. (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh god. (laughs) So, of those three guys, I think 
in the order that I would most want them, it would be Harden, Van Vliet, Kyrie. Yeah. And yet it was it was Van Fleet, Kyrie, then Harden. Oh, uh, I I sw- I'm, I'm not wrong by switching Van Vliet and Kyrie. I don't want Kyrie. I, I don't I, I see think him Kyrie's as a winner. The least desirable horrible. of those players, yeah. And and it's and, and and my my whole thing is, the East was super top heavy. Well, I'm talking about back when he was a rookie. You know, second year, third year, fourth year. And he was just he couldn't take that Cavs team that was pretty solid to to not even the eighth seed. And it was top heavy. It was two teams. There was two teams. It was Indiana, Miami, uh, and that's it. In fairness, I, mean, I don't think Kyrie really had a healthy season in that first like four seasons before uh, LeBron got there. Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and this is—I'm not one to sit here and defend Kyrie Irving. He's never had a healthy season, really. Like, I mean, like, yeah. the, the only healthy season he had, he had a game-winning shot in the finals, and everybody's been chasing that Kyrie Irving ever since. Um, yeah, the shot—it was a great shot. And that said, like, I think on reputation alone, Kyrie Irving, obviously, a lot of people would have him over uh, over Fred VanVleet. But I, I want to kind of point out. Uh, you know, the story of Fred Van Fleet, because I think it's a really interesting one and a compelling one. Um, you know, he was, you know, he was a undrafted free agent at a Wichita State. He took Wichita to a Final Four, um, and he still came out undrafted just because he was short and had stubby arms. He came to the Raptors as, on a two-way contract, you know, helped uh, Pascal Siakam win Player of the Year in the G League in a G League championship. Then he comes to the NBA Win uh, shuts down uh, Steph Curry and wins a championship as a f- as the fifth man on a starting lineup. As an undrafted player, signs the biggest contract ever as an undrafted player, four years, to, uh, eighty million dollars. Then he goes on to uh, finish out that uh, finish that out by going to an all star uh, all star game and signing the first ever max contract for a undrafted player. That is a it's a really cool fucking story. <laughs> For a person who's who, the odds have been stacked against him his entire fucking career. Not to mention that those short stubby arms led him to have the third highest deflection rate in the NBA last season. I'm tolerating that. This nah. is giving false hope to a bunch of kids that have absolutely no chance, no reason, no purpose playing. But give up. You suck. Just give up. You're not going to be the next Fred VanVleet. Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade here, kid. You suck. You know, just no. no we, we need to stop Why are you this calling fuck. him a kid? No, no, no. no. Well, no well, you know. It's you not, know. Fred's, Fred's not responsible for giving your children hopes and dreams. Bingo. That one. No, they need to just oh, kill their dreams. Oh, you know? All right. Okay. <laughs> It's time for a fun little diversion here. Do we need music? Can we have... Is there any... Is, oh. The music that you're playing there, I think that Hardy would probably score like 54 in that, in that venue. So, um... <laughs> he has um, a, Bar- a Barnum and Bailey 50. <laughs> He's a Barnum and Bailey 80. <laughs> so, um, member of the pod, Duke, who refers to James Harden as Big Buffet James. Um, Big Buffet James here. Um, I have a list given to me by half, who I'm assuming knows these answers, of all the, the stats from his cities based on strip clubs and all that. So, Lufa, I want you to guess the five cities where he scores the fewest points. So what's the correlation? Not in any kind of order. What's the argument of the correlation that he he performs better with the better strip clubs 
No, he's, he's more motivated worse poorly. with the better because, strip clubs. He's he up all night. Better the with clubs. the bad strip clubs. Okay, so the five worst cities that he plays in, I would have to say, would have to be Miami, Houston. Um, I think they only did road teams on this one. Okay. So, yeah, 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 only, only road. road. Yeah, only got road stats. Sorry, uh, so Houston. At this time, I think he's I, way I, will, I will tell you, um, one of these LA teams, and LA. <laughs> one of these teams is an upset. <laughs> Salt Lake City, <laughs> maybe two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Half you, uh, you got guesses here. I'm assuming you know. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. It's All right, yeah. so, 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 tell us which one is the uh, the upset, the biggest upset. Let's see. You guessed it. Salt Lake City. <laughs> it is. It's not Utah. What do you? Oh, am I reading? Am I reading it wrong? I feel like you are. Yeah. I'm yeah. He, it wrong. he scored thirty six points in Salt Lake City, buddy. Like that's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Doing it backwards. <laughs> so, the biggest upset on this list to me is uh, San Antonio. Apparently, has great strip clubs. I mean, Texas, man. No, no, they're the other way around. No, he scored 16 points a game in San Antonio. That's pretty terrible. That's that's great strip clubs. (laughs) All right. So, what are the team? Where are the places he plays best? The place he plays best is Toronto, Minnesota, uh, San Francisco, Indianapolis, Sacramento, DC, and Portland. All in the bottom ten. Call it give or take. Yeah, Atlanta. He did fairly good with a fairly Atlanta. high twenty-five. I mean, it's middle of the road. That's what I'm saying. It's it's he paid fairly yeah. good. I mean, that's, Salt Lake a, City. that's a scoring title yeah. winner in some seasons. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. anymore. But you know, I mean, Atlanta's <laughs> on this list here. That's middle of the road. It's 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 colored yellow. It's the middle of the pack. So Pretty I guess fun. what we're saying is that Atlanta's strip clubs are mid. Sorry, They're Magic mid. City. Yeah, yeah. The Mecca. But their, but their the wings Mid-ca. are not. <laughs> Sorry, Magic City. All right. So call it Hot Atlanta. The the aliens, aliens. Hate the aliens. Oh man. Thank you. All right. You guys use the chat too much now. I can't get to the fucking rundown. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's mostly him. It's all me. It's it's just how I talk behind the scenes, right, you know. I'm just giving you my. I'm not even looking at that shit. I'm just, man. I'm just telling you before I derail it, or I'm derailing too. You know, I want everybody to participate. I think um, it'd be cool for, to touch on the Desmond Bain story if you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, what do you want to say about it? No, I mean like you can just kind of like summarize it. I thought it was. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. You know what? Breaking news here. Uh, this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, hey, it's... Duke. Wow. Well, the bright colors. Duke is uh, oh, wow. Duke is joining us from uh, uh, from the Cincinnati fireworks. Duke, hey. are you underneath the fireworks? Hey, man. That's the entire city of Cincinnati is in that picture, by the way. That... You know what, Lufa? I saw one firework go off. I've seen all the fireworks they're going to show now. Yeah. Let's, shut let's, your mouth you guys need to be careful with that uh yeah no, you it's... weren't here for the little preamble we had before we talked about this you see one firework you've seen them all i'm sorry i didn't know this it just i'm not i'm not even gonna what no just ugh. we've seen enough fireworks to last a lifetime okay yep 
So uh, Desmond Bain. <laughs> so he signed a five-year, $205 million contract with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, maxing him, out, maxing him out. Uh, he's obviously the 30th overall pick um, in his particular draft year. Uh, selected behind such legends as uh, Malachi Flynn and somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> Doing this with the fireworks going off is funny. <laughs> Everything Fuck I say should have fireworks going off in the background. So he, um, his college career, in his high school career, and all of it is just. The story that I saw, I, I, I should have just fucking like linked it or pulled it up or something. It's just such a Been cool helpful. story. Um, give me a second. I got it on Twitter. So he was a zero star recruit in high school. He averaged 30 points a game at a small Catholic school in Indiana. Do you count entire... as a recruit if you're a zero stars? <laughs> no one wants you. You're not recruited. You're like, a... I'm gonna just, the act uh... of recruiting is what's required to be called a recruit. Here, I'm just going to post this link here. Everyone can just, you know, eat, drink, you know, and be merry, bros. You know what I don't trust about Desmond Bain? He's clean Fucking shaven. Duke. He's clean shaven. He's got the baby face thing going He's on. He's clean he? shaven. When was the last draft pick that was actually clean shaven? They all got a little bit of stubble. They've all got a little bit of something. Well, um, apparently, uh, James Harden had no beard at Arizona State. Yeah, he did it. That's what I'm saying. It's Desmond Bain. He can just grow a beard. Which reminds me, who has the best <laughs> facial hair in the NBA? James Harden. This is James. I think you know. Big buffet, James. Think, they don't. Think, they they don't call anybody else right, by their fi- facial hair, other than uh, other than Fucking AD. Uh, but <laughs> I think you're this guy showed up. You couldn't even hear us. Just graced the call with his fucking fireworks that no one listening couldn't even see. <laughs> you just hear these random fucking pops going off, like fucking America. This fucking America. Guy. So. Continuing here, he spent his entire senior season of high school uncommitted to a college, and then he went to TCU over Miami, Ohio in May of his senior year. He commits to that. But in college, he played for four years, never missed a game, and he's the all-time winningest player in college or the history of his school. So he just just came out of absolutely nowhere, Yeah, he just signed a $207 million contract. And to join him, uh, join him with a uh, with a new max contract. Tyrese Halliburton. He deserves it too. Yeah, no one here. I, I think everybody here is very shocked that Tyrese Halliburton's a max player, judging by the love affair that we had with him throughout the season. Specifically, the beginning part of the season, we kind of we kind of backed off. He got of hurt. It. I think we, I, I I think we felt a little creepy. You know, Duke started making some real sexual comments in his way. I just. <laughs> They um, that's 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 a guy right there who you can build a team around for like fifteen to eighteen years. Like you, you can build a team around that guy, and he will be great. All right, and so the I guess the last uh, last thing I wanted to talk about here um, is a trade that I think everybody in the NBA was waiting for and was shocked to see when it happened. What are you guys going to do now that John Collins is no longer going to be tra- uh, on the trading block for the Atlanta Hawks? God, I was so ready to get his jersey. If he ever came out with that ATL Marta edition, oh, come on. 
my favorite hawk. I don't know Who's, who. Uh, I don't know who. Else. <laughs> Sorry, you, what was your line, uh, Sandy? I guess the next guy on the trade block's got to be Aiton. Yeah, is there like Turner? Well, I mean, oh, so, yeah, he, he will be short lived. Like you have like, like the people that you hear are always on the trading block, or like always on the trading block, or should be traded. Were Duncan Robinson, Beal, Dame. Uh, Beal, Dame, and uh, and John Collins, I think, were the trifecta of Ooh. trade uh, trade orgies over the last like Jeremy three or Grant, four seasons. Jeremy Grant until he got traded. Yeah, the I, uh, I have as a Zelda fan here of those three guys. Uh, what is it, Dame? It's Beal and it's Collins. Who do you give the, the Triforce of wisdom to? Who do you give the Triforce of courage to? And who do you give the Triforce of power to? Just a Dame, without a doubt. Or just yeah. going straight to Dame. Never run from the grind, Dan. Yep. Except for when you do. Except yep. for now. Collins. Collins, is he power or wisdom? He's not power. Who's the third? I'm sorry. Uh, Bradley Bill. Uh, Collins got to go power, and Bill, you go. He's an NPC. He's just. <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's a non-player he's, character. Yeah, exactly. He's just, with he's with just the, the best contract out. any ca- any yeah. non-player character he's could have signed. Maybe he should get wisdom. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just the NPC hanging out by the well in Kakariko. Huh? Exactly, exactly. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Half. You're testing me, bro. <laughs> you give me three options. I give you the fourth. You, we're rate limited on Twitter, and you hop in my DMs. You take up my precious tweet limit. Oh, that's all I did your, for this weekend. With your slander, with your your charlatan ways, like oh, I didn't give you guys Marlins shit. Your Marlins propaganda. Good. good. Just don't not against the Braves. Don't text me about baseball. I don't care. The, the <laughs> Miami sports propagandist. Half did you? Oh yeah, Eric Gordon. Yeah, that was good, that was good stuff. <laughs> All this to beat the Nuggets and to get out of here. <laughs> lack of response was deafening. <laughs> Take that for data. <laughs> My lack of response was because I, I told you labor. in. I told you in Discord, I'm not going to waste one of my tweet views replying to your nonsense. Oh, is a DM considered a tweet? I don't. I, I don't know the you, science, but, I doubt but is it? it but I is that wanna... even still a thing? Like, is the rate it uh, like was, the tweet it was when he DM'd me? <laughs> like, like did, uh, I haven't had a, I haven't had a problem since the first day. Yeah, did uh, did I, I tell, did I tell you. you guys I won a contest with Corona once? The virus? No, it's pretty. So, so it's a pretty shitty the beer, contest. The, the beer thing was. Well, I won some contests. And I was like, right on. What do I win? Yeah. They're like a free six pack. Here's twenty five dollars. Oh. I was like, fuck me. So, but you like want a contest to be a guinea pig for the first vaccination or something? I think no, no, it was supposed to be pretty win. unfortunate. Just, was, oh, just I don't know if it works or not. Uh, just try you. It was a contest to play golf with some like famous golfer. Who uh, was he's it? A com- he's a comedian, uh, Manolo. He's a funny guy on Twitter. He's real good, or on Instagram, I should say. How do he's you- real funny. What's his What's his Twitter app? His Instagram. It's Manolo plays golf or something like that. I, don't know. I, I said Twitter, buddy. It's, what's his Twitter handle? Manolo. M-A-N-O-L-O. As entertaining as all of this is, let's go ahead and wrap this thing. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's a point here. Manolo. Manolo teaches golf as his Instagram. I don't think he has a Twitter. You just said okay. Yeah, yeah, but I won the contest on Twitter through Corona. This guy. 
All right, that'll about do it for the Fool Court Press Podcast. It's the only so podcast that- made by fools for fools. Uh, if you'd like, you can reach out to the show via voicemail at our 724-FU-FOOLS at 724-383-6657. Follow us on Twitter at FCourtPress or topic suggestions at hashtag FCP Rundown. I'm joined by Half and Sandy. Everybody say bye. So hey, I, I, had, I had four to six weeks to use the $25, but I wasn't, I was like, I don't want to do this. It's just, it's Corona. Cause then I had to pay taxes on it. I really didn't want to have to do it. Could you imagine having to pay taxes on $25 of Corona and having to claim that to the government? It's like, you know you what? Know, it's just not even I, worth um, typing in that into the tax form. And like, it's just not fun, you know? All <laughs> right. Peace out. Wait, wait. Well, okay, so I'm just on Twitter here, just just passing time, waiting on half. And here's a tweet from huh? Swab <laughs> from the Hill on Twitter. Did did you say half join now? Well, the bitch I was fucking with put a pack of hot dogs in my gas tank. And there is a picture. And, is it uh, is it his asshole? Because shit. that's what. I know. Holy shit. Uh. She was on a mission. For, there's a video. <laughs> oh my god! I can't watch the video because it'll disconnect me from the call. I'm gonna send you this video in Discord. What the um, fuck is this? I'm just gonna post it in. Uh, I'm just gonna post it in general, I guess. Doom is insane for thinking his car throws glue. Oh my god! I'm not. I hope. Gonna... I hope the guy did it. Like I hope the guy did it himself for for like clout. Just destroyed his car for like. Clout. I'm gonna fuck my car up for that for the <laughs> fucking meme. Like, oh my god! <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Well, the bitch I was fucking with put a pack of hot dogs in my gas. Oh, good god! I <laughs> wish. You wish like the person you were messing with. Oh, that's with a sarcastic. That? I wish, like I wish, <laughs> like what? <laughs> that's crazy. Oh god, that's so gross. That's crazy to me. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go ahead and do this here. Share screen. Oh, you're playing it. Hold on. I gotta. Yeah. All right. I need to see it. Yeah. Let me see if I can share audio. All right, share. <laughs> Go in. It's the fuck up. Ooh. Nigga, she did everything in her power to make sure she got all that shit in there. And the windows busted. <laughs> Damn. Wow. He deserved it. He deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> what <We're> great friends. <laughs> he he deserved it. He cheated on his wife. He deserved it. Nah, that ain't right. The sugar in the gas tank, too? Did you see that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's... man. Oh, that's so, gr- that's so great. That's so great.